This week on Welcome Back to Roswell, we're talking about Behind the Music from Original Roswell and the episode Free Your Mind from Roswell, New Mexico. Uh, I am really haven't watched these episodes yet. Super excited. I'm a little bit nervous that I'm going to cry, uh, as I often do when poor Michael gets his heart broken and those flowers just dissolve in his hand. Um, but, you know, it'll be fine. I'm excited to hear what Patrick thinks of Billy. Uh, I'm also excited to find out what Maria is doing in the past on Roswell, New Mexico. Um, so let's get into it. What are the three reasons someone gets rid of a vehicle? It's stolen, they destroy it, or they sell it for drug money. So the, the answers as provided by the private detective were they sell it, they destroy it to bilk the insurance company, or they're trying to hide something. What does Mr. Evans bring as a housewarming gift to Isabel? A plant! It looks like two plants potted together. Yes. Uh, whose guitar was Billy playing when Maria suggested playing an F major seven? Billy's? It's Alex's. She was in the other room with Alex's guitar. Wait, I thought he was out there tuning Alex's guitar. We'll talk guitar. about it. All right, all right, all right, all right. Who has multiple beaded curtains in their home? <laughs> Is that Isabella and Jesse? No, oh, Maria. Is, is it Maria? Okay. Look, that other apartment is, is something else. And yeah. actually, this uh, my final question is a hard mode question. Uh, what is Isabel and Jesse's apartment number? D. Ah, yes. <laughs> what five letter word is tattooed on Billy's Music. fingers? <laughs> I don't think I had noticed that before. <laughs> it made me laugh out loud when. <laughs> He was like cradling her face oh. or something. Um, Ryan, how are you? I'm okay. You this okay? is a painful episode. Every time I watch it, it feels it's one of those things. Cause this is the I mean, most yeah. real breakup yeah. that Michael and Maria have in the series. Like this is the most like potentially irreconcilable difficulties breakup. Yeah. Because they're she needs things from him he's not capable of giving her yeah and he needs things from her that she's not interested in giving him anymore well and so, she knows that with absolute clarity mm -hmm. because liz has oh, liz figured is it a out champ she the the scene where she's like oh yeah like you know when we all bought into like alien stuff in the beginning it was kind of like Whoa, we didn't sign up for this, but like now I have signed up for it. Yeah. And I'm 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 uh to the end of the line, I'm ride or die, and that means I'm giving up stuff and I can see it happening in real time. Yeah. And that's what it takes, and I'm in it. Uh and if when you she can't says, do that. Yeah, when she says without your dreams, you're just me. me. Which oh is God. and I think that's the big difference, or one of the big differences between Liz Parker and Liz Orteco. Yes. Is that Liz Orteco never is in that position. We might see her get there sometime on the show, yeah, whatever. Maybe, they maybe. might do that. But like, she's never been in that position. Right. She's never lost the thing, her own personal drive. Right. I mean, that's in, in some ways why she and Max broke up last season. But like, she never loses that. But right. Liz Parker has given up the Liz Parker that she was. Right. The dreams that she had, the goals that she had, the drive that she had is all sublimated. Right. And it seems like it's not because of like puppy dog love or even like star cross. No, lovers. it's like a conscious choice she's yeah. making, yeah, which is like, makes it all the more like meaningful. And like, it, it gives it, uh, there's almost like a monastic, like power to the fact that like, this is what she's doing. This is what she's committing herself to. Yeah. It's, it's that something. scene with Liz is great. I think the and to me, okay, so this episode is a tough one, but it's also I think it doesn't make it okay that there was barely any Maria in the first seven episodes of the season. Right, but we're making up for it yes, now. Yes, a hundred percent. And this, and also retroactively, it makes sense because Maria was just 
a function. Mm -hmm. When she had a role, it was just to further the alien plot along. There was no Maria storyline until this episode. Even Michael's storylines didn't really have a big part for Maria. She was like... And his it, conscience sometimes, but well, like, and, and in that, ep- like the big, like Michael episode where he gets the, the night job. Yeah. Um, like her role in that is to realize that she is wrong. Yeah. Right. Is to be like, Oh no, I need to be more accommodating in the fact that you have friends, which right. like was true and like a yes. true thing for their relationship and good for her and good for Michael. Yes. But like, it is still, she's just like a function of his story. Yes. In that. Yeah. Well, and it's expected that she's the one making the pivot and the growth yeah. Yeah. and the vision. And I think that's Michael definitely, I think, and we kind of talked about it because I think it's true to a certain extent, but he, he maybe overdoes it is he made such a big move and commitment to her at the end of last season yeah. by staying on earth. Like he's kind of coasting. Yeah. Yeah, like, totally. He's taking it for granted and not even in a way like you usually see on television or even you usually see in real life, but like he's gen he takes it for granted. And that's yeah. that's why he's so scared of this new guy who comes to town cuz he's like Yeah. Well, and like it's it's such a like good and effective like execution of that because it is something that we as the viewers also take for granted, yeah. right? That like this is a and maybe it's because I'm watching the show with you. Yeah. So like, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm like on board the uh, Michael Maria train. Um, but Billy comes in mm-hmm. and is a genuinely charming person yep. who seems to actually know Maria yep. and like have chemistry with her. Mm-hmm. Like, look out. These actors have chemistry together. Yep. Um, and like when they kiss, you're like, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. I get it. And that's yeah. why and it's also like and it goes back to that scene is so good with her and Liz where Liz is like, is there passion? And Maria can even say yes. But it, she's like, it's not really passion for Billy. Right. It's right. This, it's passion for not Michael. It's passion for not Michael and passion for the person, the dreams that I once had. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know because yeah. she she frames it as like the person that I used to be. And I think it is. But it's really about those dreams that she deferred. Right. And right, then especially right. when Alex left, like that even more pushed her yeah. towards this. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's I mean, it's it's interesting and it's it's like hard and like so relatable, mm-hmm. right? The the idea that like you take something that you were um interested in or something that you were passionate yeah. about and it it stops being a part of your life for yeah. whatever reason. Um and like missing or even like forgetting what you were like when that passion was a part yeah. of your life. Um, and I, you know, we're, we've all been <laughs> through this fucking hell of a, yeah. you know, two years, year and a half, whatever, um, where like we stopped doing a bunch of the things mm-hmm. that we used to like to do. Um, and if you were starting to like fall out of something, if you were starting to fall out of like yeah. relationships or whatever, like, I don't know. It, uh, that whole, the whole idea of like, reclaiming something that used to be a part of you that you yep. have lost touch with. Um, it was very like seductive and attractive to me as we were watching. Yes. This. And I just, I think it's really well executed Yeah, in this episode. I don't, I do think that, you know, and maybe it's the shipper in me. Like I wish, I wish that he could hear her better. Yeah, he's and do- the, yeah. He's not hearing her very well. The sort of like doofy, you know that like he's doofy and she's sort of yeah. like schemy, right? Like that yeah. that dynamic is super fun, mm-hmm. but it can be frustrating when it means that he's doofy at her or doofy right. like in she has needs and he's yes. too doofy to acknowledge them. Exactly. And yeah, he's he's on another He's not, he's not, he's still on the Michael show. Yeah. Yep. Where like the big thing is he asked for Billy to leave and then she, she had to make him leave and that makes her mad. Right. And it's like, no. No. Like. She's mad about different. And right. Isn't even, re- she's not even really mad. No, she's sad. She's sad, which is worse. Yeah. And again, he doesn't pick up on like even he tries to make that stupid bisexual joke or he makes the joke but like it's not effective but like he he makes it and it's like dude you just don't get it yeah like like just listen to her just listen to her and i mean even at that point it's too late she already said 
I yeah. want to break up. Well, it's not necessarily the it's end. It's not necessarily too late. Right. I don't think, I think he could have, and we'll, we'll see how things develop. Of course. But like, I think he could have salvaged things in that moment had he been in a position or able to hear what was actually going on. But do you think he's not able to because he's locked in this drama with like Max and Isabel and Mr. Evans at this point? I think so. And I think that. But he seems to be blowing, not blowing that off because he's like doing the stuff with Max, but he's like complaining about it. I think he knows something is not right in his relationship with Maria. Yeah. And I think he pinned it all on this guy. Hmm. Because he's, I mean, he's his powers that the whole episode are on the fritz right like i think he is misplaced like i think he knows something's not right he sees the end coming yeah but he doesn't really understand what he what he's like reading the tarot leaves wrong or the tea leaves wrong (laughs) yeah yeah no he yeah he's got it's just it's just omens for he knows yeah oh michael and it's sad it is super sad. Because I think he's operating at where he is. Like, but she need, she would need a, she needs, maybe she doesn't need a partner at all, but she would need a different partner if. Yeah. Well, and like, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think you're right. Like the, your point about him being on the Michael show, which like is true, right? He's yeah. on a show. He's on. He is literally on a TV show about aliens, <laughs> yep. right? Um, not on a TV show about Maria. I'm sorry, right. Ryan. <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, and the most of the season has expressly not been a show about Maria. So like that makes it kind of doubly difficult. Totally. Um, but yeah, so this is a tough episode to watch. I don't like it, but I do feel like it's a great performance. Mm-hmm. By her, and I love her music. So I don't know if you noticed a ton of the songs were Ma- Mahandra songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Underneath, so I love all those songs. I used to have them on my like LimeWire and stuff. Um, so like I I enjoy hearing her sing. I like the idea of her having. This is a fun. Uh, it's not fun. This is a cool arc for her. Like her having an inner life. Her that having isn't, an inner yeah. life and figuring out what to do with it. Right. Like. Yeah. Is her real plan? Is I mean. She, she says her plan right now would be to graduate and then go move to New York. Right. Which is, which is wild. wild. Yeah. <laughs> but like, that's such an interesting path for her to be on. Um, especially cause she has been so lost in the shuffle this season. So, um, what do the shippers, the shipping community yes. make of Billy? Most of us Marie. hate him. Okay. I don't hate him, but yeah, a lot of people hate him. I mean, as as someone who has written songs, mm-hmm. as someone who has uh, not had the word music tattooed on my knuckles. Thank God. Thank God. But, uh, you know, as uh, someone who has been like that at various yeah, points in my life. Yeah, you've been that guy. I've been that guy. And I've been that, like, you know, romantic gesture. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially when I was younger. Um, that I was like, I, I liked Billy a lot. <laughs> I like the Chase Crawford, the actor. I think, wait. Did I say the wrong name? Is Chase Crawford the, that's the that's Gossip Girl guy. Gossip Girl, yeah. His last name is Crawford. But it's like... Oh, man. Oh, no. And he's from Rectify, which is one of the best television shows of all time. Which I still don't know anything about. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Chance Crawford? It's got, a, it's got a Y in it, right? Clayne Crawford? Maybe it's Clayne. It's we like gotta look it up. C L E Y N E. But yes, he's very. <sighs> he's a charismatic dude. He's a charismatic dude, but he does spoil the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, charismatic dude spoils the ship. <laughs> Clayne Crawford with Clayne a Y. Crawford. Okay, yeah, we got there. Um, he does spoil the ship, but I don't. I don't blame him, and I think the episode, especially when I can watch it. With, like, clear eyes. And, no, I know where everything goes. Right. So he really, he's a catalyst for something in Maria, but it's really Maria's journey. It's not about him. Right, right, right. It, it is, it wouldn't be right to ship the two of them together. That doesn't, 
that's not what's happening here. I don't think I don't think there is a fanfic that exists that's a Maria Billy fanfic. If there is a Maria Billy fanfic, <laughs> I don't believe at it. us on Twitter. Sure, sure, but I I doubt. Point it us ex- at that cursed I fic. I doubt. It, maybe like a dark fic that's because that's the other thing is there's lots of like a lot of. F- fan fiction from the second half of season three is like punishing Maria or Maria has to like grovel. No, I know. Shippers. Come on. You'll see more episodes and maybe there's things she does. (laughs) Maybe she deserves it. But like, yeah, that is the vibe for a lot of, that's a lot of the fandom feeling is sure. So there is fallout here. There's fallout of like, (sighs) come on, Maria. Like, cause she, on one hand, she doesn't have to break up with Michael. But on the other hand, in breaking up with him, she kind of proves that she should break up with him. Yeah, I agree. Because he's, he's not hearing her at all. No, nothing. He's, he's, he's not he's hearing, hearing her at anything. all. And he's frustrating in this episode. He's frustrating. Although, the whole thing about the Italian food annoys me. And this is the logic thing. She... Bought those groceries for the three of them to eat together. Right, right. So she didn't make Italian food for Billy. No, she was gonna make that's Italian what she knows how to make. Right. So she was gonna make it for both of you. Also, but I guess on on the on the flip side, not also, but <laughs> conversely, Maria is acting like she wants to fuck Billy. She is from the get go. From the moment from the moment she sees that he grew up hot. Yeah. Yeah, she's, can't can't fault you, girl. Can't fault no, you. Can't fault you. He is a cutie patootie, and they do have chemistry. Right. She is acting giddy about him. She is. Right, and you know, look, I, it's uh, a thing of convenience, and we can't have uh, Diane Farr in every episode. Yes. Oh. Um, oh man, I love Amy DeLuca. Could. I wish. <laughs> God damn it! I wish she was in this episode. But like, she makes a point of being like, "Oh yeah, my mom is out of I town." Know. <sighs> Yeah. And then, okay, what is up with the move when Billy answers the door to Maria's house with his shirt off? I think he saw Michael was there. You think he saw that Michael was there and he was like, I'm going to intimidate this guy? Maybe not. I don't know. It's, I don't know that he's that devious. I think yeah. that's part of the thing, I think, with my, with Billy. Like, you could try to paint him as, like, trying to destroy a relationship. Sure, yeah. But I don't think he – I think he genuinely is, like – I really love music, and I remember this girl who also really loved music, and I want to bond with you about that now. Yeah. Like, that's that's the thing. And again, as a former romantic gesture <laughs> songwriting dork. Would you have been tuning that guitar? Yeah, I did. I absolutely <laughs> would have been tuning that guitar. I also like that they tie it, because there's kind of the, there's like two, a few pieces of this. So we have Maria not necessarily being all in on being an alien bride for the rest of her life. (laughs) And then there's also the Alex piece, which you kind of can't underestimate how big a deal that is in her life. Right. Um, And that music was something that they had in common. Yeah. I mean, it's, I I know that like the end of season two was a a lot about it. And uh, like, it does come up from time to time. Although it did seem like there was some Alex erasure in uh, Isabel's uh, reflecting on her relationships. Um, But um, that no one on this show has truly processed the loss of their very good friend, Alex. No, except for maybe Kyle, but if he did, it was off screen. I believe that Kyle has. Kyle's very evolved. Kyle has a rich inner life. Mm-hmm. We uh, we only saw him uh, like a little bit this episode. He was very helpful. But he was very helpful. I mean, he was not helpful when he was like, hey, Michael, you should be jealous. But he was right. He was right. <laughs> he was right he that was like right. the incoming Billy spells doom for your relationship. <sighs> but it's, but the, all of the dominoes were put, set up. Yeah, way, yes. way before. Yeah, um, I did. I did love that they were like having this conversation at the crash down right at the beginning of the episode, uh-huh. and then like you hear Kyle's voice, and the camera just pans over. It's like, oh, Kyle's there too. Kyle's here too. Don't forget Kyle. <laughs> Yay! Never. Um, okay, should we talk about the B plot? About the Mister Evans of yes. it all. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So 
Mr. Evans, like, acting a little bit more, not a little bit more, but, like, is in full-on detective mode in this, yes. right? Um, by the end of the episode, he's sipping a scotch alone in his office, tacking <laughs> photographs yep. on, on the corkboard. He's committed. Um, but, like, there was a, like, gear of acting that he engaged in this yeah. that I don't think we've seen this actor do before, right? Mm-hmm. Where, like... He's played played like the concerned father. He's yeah. played um, the like competent attorney, mm-hmm. um, and he's sort of like shifted into this man with a goal, yeah. right? Like where he's gonna be like manipulative. He's gonna put pieces together, um, and like I don't know. There's there's something about it that is really like unsettling yes um there are a couple times in the episode where uh max refers to him as like the enemy and isabel's like he's not the enemy and it's like well he kind of is is. the enemy yeah yeah i mean what we don't know or what's which in some ways is kind of scarier is we don't know the stakes with him like with the fbi we knew okay they might dissect you or kill you or Right. right you know like we had stakes for the with mr evans we don't know what he would do if he knew the truth right Right. So it's kind of, yeah, in some ways is like scarier. Right. We know that he's like not flinching from it, right? Like the more questions he has, the more the more he digs into it. Yeah. And like, you know, it could be sort of the opposite thing where like he starts to discover like some darker, like questionable stuff and is like, oh, you know, if this is like true of my son and he doesn't want me to be a part of it, like I should just back away. Yeah. Like that, you know, there, there are... There are different avenues he could go down, but he's he's doubling down. Absolutely. He gets on that boat with Max. They're in the middle of a lake, and he is not... He's grilling him about what happened in the Jeep. He's grilling him about the Jeep. Um, and, like, I, and then uh, when it becomes clear that, like, oh, we're going to talk about that, like, I, I know that you're... I mean, Max does that, right? Of Like, yeah. I, I know that you're spying on me. Um and then he's just he just keeps going yeah. like there, there's no part where he's like all right i'll i'll, I'll back no. off or like i'm sorry i wish i was you know a part of your life but obviously i'm not like he's just in it he's yep. uh i like I, I don't know if it is quite grown past the point where it's just so, that he's concerned about his son now he's kind of just got a mystery that he needs yep. to solve oh it's good yeah um a couple things. Uh, what's it about Mr. Evans? Oh, um, the fact that Isabel's uh, story, which is true, that Max Mostly got pregnant yeah. and then she ran away. Yeah. All true. Um, leaving out some key details. Yeah, and he doesn't push the Jeep off in a fit of rage. No, that's true. You're right. You're right. <laughs> um, uh, that that doesn't deter Mr. Evans at all. Nope. Which I think you can, you they foreshadow a little bit at the dinner table because he doesn't look satisfied. Yeah, yeah. But then, no, we find out that all it does is implicate Isabel. Here's the thing. Because Isabel was not on that list. She was not, but she is now. Yeah. How satisfied could you possibly be having a dinner squeezed into that tiny corner it was table? Hor- it's horrible. Isabel, bring a chair. Bring, bring a, chair a chair over there. It needs there. a chair. You can't just be on the like the bench seat. No. Drinking wine out of those ridiculous <laughs> wine glasses with a bright yellow stem. They just got married, so those must have been wedding gifts. They must, they must have, have registered for those. <laughs> like they're that's atrocious uh, they're so tacky one of the questions that i didn't end up using because more because i saw the music on the knuckles was what color is isabel's bathroom oh my it's like purple it's like bright pink. it is or yeah. not bright it's like a yeah a it's like a mauve pink. yes it's mauve yeah. um and okay so they were gonna jesse and isabel were gonna fuck in the bathroom yes on a blanket but then jesse kept wanting to talk about her dad Right. And she lost the mood. First, she, she, honestly, she started to seduce him to get him to stop talking about her dad. Right. Then she asked him what her dad said. He told her, and then she didn't want to have sex anymore. She brought up a tradition. Yes. That is a, a couple, when they move into their new house, uh, must fuck in every room. I've heard that before. I've not heard that before. It counts for the bathroom, too? That's a 
Patrick, it's a room. I don't know. I think I I I think if you've got like a big closet, you don't need to fuck in there. I think if you've got an unfinished if you're basement, fuck in the closet, you don't the need time to fuck to do there. it is when you first move in before you fill the closet. Uh, that's I mean it's going to be uncomfortable. It's obligatory. No one likes obligatory sex. It doesn't have to be <laughs> It doesn't ha- have fun with it. It doesn't have to be obligatory. I mean, here's the thing. I don't think it's a I don't have a superstition about it. <laughs> Like, it's not necessary, but right, it right, is right, right. christening every room in the house is a thing. I would not say we have to make love in every room. <laughs> I would say christening the rooms. Sure. That's, by fucking in them. By fucking. I okay, mean, that's right, what christening right. means in this, in this context. In this, in this specific context. In this specific context. But yeah, I think christening all the rooms. I mean, yeah, I think the bathroom counts. Wow. I don't think all, clo- all closets count. Walk-in closets, probably. Uh, okay, but if you're doing... If you are... I still, like, this is not something I've ever uh, subscribed to. I do think unfinished basements do count, though. What? <laughs> yes! What? What are you talking about? You gotta bring about? a futon down there and fuck at the unfinished basement? You be creative! You don't have to use a futon! Uh, okay. If you are in, if you insist on fucking in the bathroom, yes. do in the shower. Yeah, no, that's the smartest way. That's, that's but better. she was improvising. I know, I know. He was in the middle of flossing. <laughs> yes. She wasn't really thinking about like what no, makes the most it was, sense. It was going to be a bad experience no yeah. matter what. I'm just like, no one wants to be on that tile. I know there's a blanket. It, that felt like a TV thing. Yeah, I don't yeah. think a lot of people have sex on their bathroom floor on a blanket. <laughs> I don't think that's yeah, a okay. new, I All don't right. think that's like if you get a new apartment, get a blanket and put it on the floor in the bathroom and have sex. And just go to town on yeah. it. Yeah. No. Especially because a lot of bathrooms are not very, there's not a lot of floor space. No. And th- their bathroom is exactly it's, yeah, it's, not it's, like, it's not that big it's not that big it would have been tough it would have been tough and yeah i don't th- i'm not i'm we're on opposite sides of this chris in every room thing yes but i can agree with you that blanket on the bathroom floor is probably not it's the best, not good it's best not way good. to do i'm glad it didn't happen yeah <sighs> i think the show the show has dabbled in sexuality mm. but i don't know that it really knows what to do with like a nor with normal sexually active adults well yeah i mean because they're just not cool yeah. like there's like they're not they're cool not about cool. it right uh well it's and the show is only like starting to because they were kids before yes. right and like teenage sexuality is it's like one thing. is is, yeah. whole, is a whole thing they can be making out in the eraser room and that counts yep um but like yes then when it comes to like are we having sex on the floor of the bathroom instead of having a fight about my dad? Yeah. Um, which I don't know, actually, as, as I repeat it, like, okay, maybe that does make sense. Here's the thing. I think that that makes sense. Yeah. But, like, the move then is to maybe kiss on his neck. Right. Maybe it's to just seduce him. Right. Instead Not of just. Not to be like, I'm going to go get a blanket. This so is what I'm saying is that it's obligatory. The, <laughs> yes. And that's the part. And I think that, but that's a hallmark of Jesse and Elizabeth, Isabel's yeah. relationship is yeah. very, the way that they are sexually active adults is very weird. Yes. If she had just seduced, like physically seduced him to get him to stop talking about her dad. That would have been just that's nor I, not, it's not normal to seduce no, but, but it's sort of like, that's yeah, like a sort that of makes normal sense. how an that's adult would deal step. with that. Yeah. Yes, an yes. adult wouldn't leave the room. Right. Let's have sex. I'm leaving the room to go get something. What to get a big fuzzy blanket to put on the bathroom tile? You're gonna have to wash both sides of that blanket. Yeah, you are. <laughs> well, I guess that's you can do that at once. Yeah, that's true. I guess you're right. <laughs> it's, it's tough to wash one side of a blanket, <laughs> but still, it's. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Um, yes, but that's part of the the show doesn't handle just like adult, uh, sexually active adults very well. Right. Well, and you know, all of this is us uh, just sort of like uh, you know fan projecting onto Isabel an age of like twenty four. You're right. That's again. She. This may be. She's how, a child. She is. Uh, this is she's nineteen year old brides um, act. <laughs> They get a blanket so that you can have sex on the bathroom floor. Right, right, right. That's very on brand. Um, I recently, like, I think last night, yeah, it was last night, I just watched 27 Dresses for the first time. Okay. And Katherine Heigl's in it. Yeah. And I think she should be in more rom-coms, like that one. Yeah, okay. Not like the other ones she's been in. (laughs) 
What makes this different from the other rom-coms that she... I've never seen 27 Dresses. Um. Okay, so... And I'm really only comparing it to, like, The Ugly Truth, which is just a bad movie with yeah. Gerard Butler. But this one, James Marsden, is the guy. Okay. Is the guy. All right. Um, She is kind of Isabel-ish. Like, she's very, like, organized and, like, type A and has, like, a view of how she wants the world to be and, yeah. like... But doesn't necessarily always, like, go get those things. But she, like, has ideals. Um, and it's just... It's sweet. It's just a sweet little movie. I mean, I I have become now from watching this show a Katherine Heigl fan. Yeah, like, I think you would I like think, to. It's on HBO Max. I, I think will you would, check it out. I think you would like. I mean, it's it does have. There's a lot of talk about marriages, like uh-huh. weddings. Yeah, which can get tiring. Sure. So I wouldn't watch it twice in a row. <laughs> What if you had to watch a movie twice in a row right now, what would it be? Because that's such a tall order, watch a movie twice in a row. Yeah. What's the closest you've come in your life to doing that with any movie? Well, back in the times of DVD commentaries. Yes. This has I happened to me to, too. Yeah. I used to, uh, that would be a, not regular, but a fairly regular occurrence of I would watch a movie and if I really liked it, I would immediately watch it with the director's commentary. Yeah. Um, I definitely did that with like, I mean, all the Kevin Smith movies. Yeah. I would do that. Uh, it, it It's weird that you say Kevin Smith because I know I did that with Donnie Darko. Yes. Uh, and he is on the commentary track oh, for Donnie weird. Darko. Even though it, it's just him and the director. Yeah. Um, and because they're friends. Yeah. And the director didn't, like have someone else around. Right, and to Kevin do- Smith will talk about and, anything. Of course, and this was before podcasts. Yeah, so yeah. Like, you know, he hadn't uh, found his niche. He hadn't found his niche, even though like that, he's so good at it. Yeah, it, um, it was and, made for him. And uh, Kevin Smith talking about someone else's movie with them. Yes, is actually kind of perfect. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think Donnie Darko is the last one that I did that with, and that was like <sighs> 15 years ago. Okay, more recently than that, because I bought the this trilogy, and well, I mean, World's Ed came out more recently, but. I bought the on Blu-ray the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah, and I did that with those. I don't. I didn't watch. I didn't watch all three of the movies. Back. I didn't watch like yeah. each one back to back, back to yeah, back to yeah, back yeah. to back. But I definitely did that with those because I hadn't seen the commentary. So I did Shaun of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead commentary, and then another day I did, um, Hot Fuzz, Hot, Hot Fuzz, Fuzz commentary. Yeah. So um, that was that's a longer day. Yeah, because that's a long movie. That is a long movie. Man, I don't think I've watched a commentary track on a movie in so long. I love them so much. This I is know. this is my uh, Maria songwriting moment here. I think you sh- could go back. I should go back to them. I mean, you own physical media, right? I do, yeah. So I feel like you could do it. Should I take my copy of Death Proof home with me today? You should take it. <laughs> I've watched it. Um, but yeah, I it's. It's good stuff. It is a it is a vibe though that I think has been. I think podcasts have have replaced have it. replaced it, even yeah. though they're not doing the exact same thing. Right, but, but it is like, still just like people talking about a thing. Right, in a very like, uh, yeah, in a and like an off the cuff off and the a kind cuff of like and whatever like with anecdotes. Yeah, whatever like comes up about it comes up, and that's part of it forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there is a commentary for Behind the Music. Should we just watch that? Mm, no, let's watch Roswell, <laughs> New Mexico. Okay. So, anyway, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> it was an okay cover. Yeah, it was, it, uh, it was a cover that took me a second to realize what it was. Yeah. Like, it did the thing where, like, it triggered... Uh, like familiar, like little bits of melody, and me being mm-hmm. like, "Well, wait, what?" And I couldn't place it for a second, but then, then got there. Yeah, it was one of those things. Yeah, where I knew every word of the lyrics, and then I was like, "Wait, wait is this Wonderwall? This is fucking Wonderwall." <sighs> Ryan, how, I know I asked you this at the uh, a, after the last episode, but how how you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling okay. Yeah, I think some of some things are coming into focus in terms of like what's going on which is nice yeah what's going on i think is shaping up okay like yeah. the 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 fact that we know that the dictator 
uses his clone, Max, and other clones mm-hmm. like him as a method to continue his life in perpetuity yeah. forever. That was nice to have that confirmed. Yes. Um, getting like all of our characters like kind of safe and working together now. Yeah. Against Jones. Except for Kyle. Except for Kyle, who is still, still in a in coma, coma in, in a barn. barn. Not, not the barn. <laughs> not the barn. I thought it was the same barn, and I was like, No, different barn. Different barn. No, this barn has all of the amenities of a hospital, evidently. <laughs> Plus a horse. <laughs> Plus a horse. And like an anvil and yeah. uh, a horseshoe. Yes. Um, so that's all good. Yeah. Also, the uh, uh, Ortega sisters working together. Yeah, that's great. The, the machine being a way to... Here's the thing. If the end of this season is the aliens make contact with their home planet, yeah, that is a, a an endpoint for an arc of this show that is interesting and takes us to lots of interesting, potentially interesting places in the future. Yeah. So I'm glad that we've had confirmed that the Lockhart machine is built to communicate with the home planet. Yes. Which we now think is maybe uh, either your Euroa, Erosia, or Erosia, or uh, they, they, I, I heard uh, Oasian, and I heard Eurasian, which I'm sure is not true. They wouldn't just name it Eurasia. Eurasia, that would be weird. That would be crazy. But I mean, also Oa, if like Oa is the name of the planet, so they're Oasian. Mm-hmm. Isn't Oa where the Green Lanterns are from? Potentially. Okay. I feel like there was, and we there was a thick file from. Um, the hospital yeah that we didn't see but like i feel like there was a lot of exposition dropped on us as if it was review that i don't feel like we learned before like no. i don't remember yeah. like minorities were be there was a, like a tuskegee experiment right. in roswell at that hospital i don't and that might be why maria's grandmother was messed up i don't I watch this show carefully. And we talk about it. And we talk about it week, every week. But it feels I like we missed an episode. It, so yeah. I think I think this has a little bit in common with uh, the episode from a couple weeks back that I was so annoyed by. Yeah. Where it was um the uh like the the Proud Boys, which is an, another another example of them uh, and I can't even remember what it's called now, the regiment? regiment or the regiment. Um that uh like those guys were sort of like uh, not even introduced so much as just like referred to as though they had yes. always been there. And I feel like the show is using the uh, sort of like live ammo from rip from the headlines mm-hmm. um, sort of stuff as shorthand for mythology, right? That yeah. like, it's, it's like, Oh, well this sort of thing is established in like the zeitgeist right. right now. So we don't have to establish it as separate in this show, which Still requires like a ton of mental gymnastics to like fold it into the well alien world that we get to here. Like the stuff they've done with immigration, yeah, that works because our main character yes is dealing with that on a yes that's part of her life right, and it's and Arturo has become such a lo- lovely character that we all love. So like we're invested in that right. Some of the stuff about like. Max, whether he should be a cop or not, I'm not as invested in Max as a cop. Right. I was happy right. when he was a bartender. Right. In fact, we were a little confused when he was still a cop. <laughs> we were like, go back season. to being a bartender. Don't, don't do Yeah. First of all, you wear that nice tight t-shirt. It was so cute. <laughs> um, but like, I don't know. This is, uh, again, another one of those things where it's like, all right, sure, we get it. Like, you're progressive and cool. Like, you don't have to. The fact yeah. that they kept having the three characters in the mindscape, like, weigh in on, like, oh, yeah, it was really terrible that they were doing. Well, man, okay, well, ooh, we have to watch them, uh, you know, yeah. experiment on uh, underprivileged people. And it's like, all right, guys, I, we get it. Like, yeah. you don't need to. You don't need, like, Twitter cred in this moment when you're on a mission. Well, it adds to... The, there's also the piece, and she does eventually leave, but, like, I don't think we need Isabel and Rosa there. No, It really could have just been Maria going through this yeah. experience. Now, she wouldn't have had someone to say, like, there's going to be another twist or whatever stupid stuff Isabel yeah. says. Yeah, But, oh like, it could have just been Maria going through a day where she had certain beliefs about her grandmother in the morning. The afternoon, they started to get questioned, and by night... Right. What she believed about her grandmother was confirmed. Oh, Jesus Christ. Do you know what this is? What or is what this it? isn't? What, what is it, it not? very pointedly isn't 
is that fucking episode of Watchmen where yes. uh, she takes her great-grandfather's yep. memories in, in pill form and relives his life. That's yeah, what this is. That's what this is. That's but what, it isn't. But it is not but that it is at not. all. And I, but that's what's frustrating is I feel like you could have gotten me – I mean – that was a great episode of television. One of the best, yes. <laughs> but like, I think I think that Maria in the show could have carried on her back an episode like this. Yeah, I, she could have done it. Yeah, the show is interested in doing that. The show. It's such a shame. It's such a shame because like the the opportunities are all like there. It's just so like ham fisted. Yeah. Right. And like the the fact that every character in this dreamscape has to refer to maria as patricia like by name yeah and you're like don't forget it's we don't think you're you we think you're someone else um it's just so like uh, it's just so clumsy and like just stupid it's just it's just stupid it makes me feel stupid watching it yeah i also feel like they missed an opportunity to put maria in cool period clothes totally and period hair it would have been really cute yeah even when we're hanging out in the crash down, we don't get anything that feels like specific to 1969. No, the music's not doing mm-hmm. anything. Yeah, and again, like the costumes, ugh, just a just a real missed opportunity. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're also look. We uh, uh, were bummed about not really understanding the rules of the dreamscape mm-hmm. um and even when they're like okay so we think like when they're speaking the rules of the dreamscape yes, out loud to, to each us. other um even then it's kind of like oh well but you're also not really adhering to them because they're like oh yeah when things didn't happen like when she tries to ask a question it's like yeah. oh i guess you guys didn't talk about that the conversation just stopped right right um whereas when maria is uh uh faced with the reality that she has to administer these shots to yeah. these patients um uh, the doctor is like, well, what are you doing? Like, right. go do it. It's like, well, no, that wouldn't have happened. Yep. <laughs> she just did it. So I don't know. The It doesn't seem to be adhering to its own logic. No. And it doesn't, I guess that's what's frust- what I find frustrating about it is it doesn't adhere to any logic of any previous mindscapes that we've been to. Yes. And we've been to lots of mindscapes because of Isabel's powers. Yes. So like, what does anything mean? <laughs> like we had that whole episode where she was traveling. They, she and Maria were like traveling through a mindscape and they had to like tell each other secrets in order to escape. Yeah. They had to solve various tableaus. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like the show keeps going back to the mindscape thing. And but it's I, not, that's when the show is at its worst. I think, I think it's, yes, I agree. I, the things I love about the show, Liz doing science, which we did yep. have in this episode. We did have Liz doing science, but it was a little, it was too much though, right? It was too much of like, I don't know. When when she's like uh, dictating notes about like, you know, what frequencies yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Like all, all of it is just a little too, like there's a, a level of science, but then as there always is in one of these, it's just like a, a made up. Yeah. Like the frequency has to be this or this. And if it's this, then it'll be, everyone dies. Yeah. Um, and you're like, okay, well, obviously that's not going to be what happens. Um, yeah. It might Honestly, be... Liz's stuff worked the best of anything in this episode for me. Yeah. Yes. The like, and yes, there's the, go- the gobbledygook piece, but then there's also, <laughs> there's also the like, ult- it starts with Rosa feeling insecure and right. like, and Liz mm-hmm. kind of being, dismissive of rosa and rosa being like i really don't love this dynamic that's happening but i don't know how to stop it yeah like i've gotten better in a lot of other areas but i don't really know how to not be the dumb sister and then ultimately she does step it up and she is the one who helps and right they do come to a new understanding so i and can't that, fault the yeah. list okay you're right, you're right. Like, i'll back off the better list. Than right. Everything. Right. because the most disappointing in this episode for me is we get Michael and Alex's oh reunion. God. Yeah. They go on one stakeout together. One. And halfway th- through the stakeout, Alex is like, by the way, I would die. You're the only thing that matters to me. You're yeah. the one thing I can't lose in life. He's like, by the way, let me tell you this story about. Which was a sad story. Which is a sad story. On the 20 year anniversary of uh, September 11th, I'm a little bit like, fuck you, Alex. Well, at some point we had to hear the story of how Alex <laughs> no, you're lost right, his you're leg. Right, you're right. It was going to happen. 
So, and I'm sure that there are shippers and big Alex fans who were like really wonder, yep. really needed wanted that story. And I felt like it was perform that part was performed well. It's everything up to that scene to me for me. Yeah. I don't believe these two people like each other. No, they're so, so mean to each so other. So how am I supposed to ship? Like I'm, I, and I did used to ship them in yeah. season one. I shipped them in season two. Go, go back to earlier episodes of this show. Yeah. We, yes, we I, both shipped them hard. In season two, I shipped them a little, and then they had. Remember, they had the three way with Maria. Oh yeah. And like, I, <laughs> but I dug it. I was like, in, let's go, and then. And then this season, they've. Ju- and may- I feel like a lot of it comes from Alex, but it's kind of because Michael doesn't talk a lot. But Alex has been like straight up mean. Yeah. Like, not how you treat a person you care about. Right. And now. Who is in crisis. Yes. Yeah. And now we're supposed to be. Now you're the one thing I can't lose. Try being nice to him. Yeah. Well, it's also. I, I don't know. I, I feel like on this show, I was always interested in how horny it was right that like the show was really into like we would watch the characters make out yep and it happened like a lot yes um and that was like a fundamental piece of the show and now as it's trying to like put uh michael and alex back together they have like one sort of kiss between them and it's like i I feel like an earlier version of this show they would have fucked yeah but to be fair that part in every is, room of the house. Yes. And that part of their relationship has always come easy to them. Yes. But it's I don't know. I don't know, man. I really wish that they seemed to like each other more. Yeah. Yeah. Or were nice to each other. Like it's hard to be excited for them. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like the end of last season, I what I would have been yeah, but it's it's just not. They don't. They haven't had that relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in fact, the relationship that they have had has been one that like. It's like I don't know. They they just don't seem like they have any chemistry anymore, right? Like, them being together. Yeah. Uh, together in whatever extent they are right. at the end of this episode didn't do anything for me. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, it was more just like watching a thing and being like, oh. Okay. It's here we go. It's as meaningful as the like uh oh Maria, you should take that call from uh Gregory Maines. Like the same level of like, okay. Fine. <laughs> All right, fine. Those are the characters you're putting together, so I accept it. Yeah, and maybe it is a lack of horniness. Like if Maria like went if we saw her like knocking on Greg's door and Greg being like, You're out of her coma and she's like, I wanna bang. That's and right. That- <laughs> feel like that maybe we need to get back into we need to get back into horny mode into horny mode yeah because like yeah nobody's being horny isabel's not being horny no nope. remember Liz isabel isn't... found out she was pansexual last season yeah where's been that where where's, where's she? been that, where's been that? <laughs> liz hasn't been horny no well okay liz i cut the most slack because well sure because the love of her <laughs> life is in a is been possessed by an evil man right and she wasted a couple episodes on heath yeah and she did actually sleep with him yeah, but that was you know what? Sexy. Early as this season, there was horniness. Remember, every two, Max is one night stand, Liz is one True. night stand. Okay, all right. So we got a little bit of horniness. There was a little bit of horniness in the earlier in the season. But, but I'm just saying that's like a building it. block of the show. No, and, and we're, we're just not it. we're just not getting it at all now. Yeah, there's no horniness. No horniness. Maybe Max and uh, I'm sorry, Michael and Alex next episode maybe will give us some. Okay. They might. I can wait. We have no choice. Yeah, yes. Yeah, you're right, of course. Um, But, like, I almost don't believe that the show is going to... Well, I don't know. Because where where, where they leave it with uh, Alex and Michael, right, is Alex being like, so, by the way, I joined up with uh, Deep Sky. Yeah. Uh, And Michael being like, excuse me? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I know. I know it sucks. Um. And then it's like, so I can't, I know the machine that we're talking about, yeah. uh, but I can't show it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's almost like, and the fucking, he says like, oh, I'll talk to, I'll talk to my boss, Eduardo, about yeah, it. Yeah, I'll it's ask like, Eduardo. Which, by the way, is, does anyone know that Eduardo is uh, Kyle's uncle and has him in a coma in a burn? Probably not. No. no. 
And was, uh, as recently as last episode, holding Alex at gunpoint. Yeah, that's true. That did happen. And this is the guy he's going to talk to. He's yeah, gonna, He's going to talk to this guy. It just doesn't seem like he's going to be able to help them at all, except, of course, when, you know, the show makes up some new rules that allow him to be super helpful to them, and they do whatever they need to do next, and visit a planet that they pretend that they've been talking about forever, but we're hearing the name of for the first yeah. time in the next episode. I just... We, okay, so we get confirmation, and we kind of talked about this last week. What was the point of making him a clone? Well, the point is that he uses clones to stay alive forever. Right. We also get confirmation that he swapped consciousnesses yes. with Max. So Max is now in Joan's body. Max's consciousness is in Joan's body in the pod. And Jones's consciousness is in Max's body, but this is post-Jones healing Max's body. So... The body that Jones is in is not dying from the heart failure that Max was dying of at the beginning of the season. We think. We think. Because it could also be that there was no healing that happened. Only swapping. Only swapping. Right. But we know but that Max... what would Max be the point? Why would he want to go into a body that's dying? Why would Jones want to go into Max's body if it was having this heart failure? I don't know. There also seems to be, but remember, there's the the thing of the link between Max and Jones. Right. Yes. That Jones can't. That that's why Jones has been kept alive all these years. Because to keep Max, Max alive. is alive. Yeah. Yeah, because he did imply that if Michael shot him, right, Michael? Alex? Yeah. Yeah, Michael. If Michael shot him, that he may as well be shooting Max. Yes. So if they kill Jones now, the Jones in Max's body, yep. does the Max in Jones's body die? I that's think the that's what they're implying. Okay. They could change their minds next week, but that's what they're implying this week. <laughs> or at the very least, that's what Jones is saying. Yes. Yeah. Which, th that's why I'm suspicious of Jones healing the heart, because I'm like, I don't believe anything Jones right, said. Right, right, right. Um, it still leads me to the same question of like, what is Jones trying to do other than get inside Max's body? Yeah. And then what? Well, live, live Max's life? He, I mean, we were, it was revealed. I guess he does want to use the, the Lockhart machine. He wants to use the Lockhart machine and he wants to use the piece, the information on that piece of glass in order to create more clones. So he can go on living forever. I think that's what he was saying. But the Lockhart machine, we were also told, is a communication device, not a clone device. Right. So it's, and his interest in the Lockhart machine wouldn't be to use it for its purpose, but to get the alien glass that's inside that has the equation. I think on. so. Okay. That's, what, that's what I feel like the episode set up. But there are so many little pieces of information on the show. I know. It is genuinely hard for me to track it all. And it's all so untethered from reality. Yeah. And I think that the show operated really well in a world where everything was tethered to a reality that was recognizable. Even the flashbacks last season, which was the big device, were at least tethered to, like, that was the 40s of the world we know. Right. Like, I, I just feel like we're so far out to sea right now. Yeah. And... It's hard to know what we're watching. Which also means that any kind of twist or any like new development uh, doesn't have much of like dramatic weight, right? Like, well, when, when Isabel lampshades that. Right. She says, oh, no more twists on the way to, on the way to Theo. Then we meet Theo and he's dead. Yep. Oh no, problem in the narrative. Wait, no, it's not a problem because this magical thing that we've never discussed if before. You, yeah. If you hold a piece of glass up to the, tattoo on someone's forehead it magically not just like reads it it fills in the glass with information well the alien glass as you know is part technology and part genetics Which, what do we but we've seen people touch glass and have yeah. information sent into their brain right why would that mean that a tattoo on a forehead sends on or, a dead forehead or maybe a birthmark yeah. i we don't know what sure. the mark a mark on a, a mark forehead. on a forehead 
sends information. To, I guess that just means it's the reverse. If you touch something and it sends something to your brain or you touch it and your information is sent to the thing. But this is a brain that's dead. I don't know. And they also call it like a thumb drive. And again, thumb drives don't work both ways. I put the thumb drive into my computer. Yeah, but you can put information on the thumb drive or you can take information off. Both things are true. It's a read-write situation. But I couldn't do that if my computer was turned off. Yes, that is correct. Which is what I'm saying about the dead body. Yeah, brain. with the dead body. Yeah. Yeah, I just... And it, I guess it looked cool. Oh, yeah, but it is also kind of like, why even that? Why, why even that twist there? Like, why not have her meet up with Theo and there be like a dramatic scene of him, like maybe he is dying and he's like giving her the information as she needs it, you know? Like, it's, it's, or it, they have to put his blood on it. Sure. Anything. Anything. Like, <laughs> You know what the show kind of feels like to me right now? And this is not a nice thing to say about this other show, but it's what it feels like. And I didn't ever watch. I never watched this other show episode to episode, but it feels like an episode of Xena. Okay. Like I just drop in. Uh-huh. You tell me a bunch of new rules. None of it has anything to do with the past. <laughs> we just go on this ride together. Right, right, And I right. don't expect anything from you in terms of what happened last week or what's going to happen next week. And maybe I'm even wrong about Xena. Maybe Xena was really good at continuity. But as a person who didn't really watch it, when I would drop it, and that's what it felt like. Sure. But then the, the show would also, like, wrap up whatever it was doing with those new rules by the end of the episode. That's true. That's weakness of this show. Though it, this show does, this episode of all the ones we've seen for a while, true. really does try to put a button on everything. Right, to the point where all of our main characters are hanging out at the Wild Pony Even afterwards. Even though Jones is, like, just on the loose. Jones is just out there, and the the pod with Max in it is hidden somewhere. And Kyle is still... In a barn in a coma. In a barn in a coma. Being guarded by Eduardo? Who knows? I don't know. We have no idea. It, it'll be a twist. <sighs> I could have done for a little, uh, little lucky. Could have seen um, Jones's nice dog. See... Would have been well, nice to see his dog. Well, or to hold longer on the amazing image of Jones like meditating with oh, the yes. knife across his lap. Yes. And the pod behind him. Would have been so cool. We should have just watched that for five minutes. A more elegant show would have not even shown us uh, Alex and Michael outside. Yeah. It would have just been a still shot on. That meditating Jones yep. and the egg in the background and slowly panning out and until we see that yep. uh, Michael and Alex are like staring it down and like, mm-hmm. all right, let's, you know, and uh, yeah. Yeah. But that's, so there are still cool things There's still cool things. I just wish it was uh, as visually arresting as the previous episode was. Yeah. Um, that just felt like a lot more of a like cinematic kind of experience. This one. Felt very especially much like itself. Yeah. And again, the mindscape is this really supposed to be the same mindscape where Jones was locked in that prison? Because again, that looked very different. It yep. had a very different yep. feel to it. Well, and like there's a part where Jones and Isabel are like hand to hand fighting yeah. within the mindscape, and uh, because of it, they keep like. Uh, they go between the underground facility and uh, the wild pony and the crash down, right? Yeah. Like it's, it, there is some like kind of cool space trickery there. That was there. cool. Yeah. Um, but it like kind of raises the same questions of like, what are the rules of the mindscape? How can they fight in the mindscape? What does it mean when one of them hits another with a pool cue? Yeah. You does know? it hurt? <laughs> I don't know. Does it stop someone from accomplishing something? Like I, I have no idea what any of it means. I mean, we know we find out Isabel's goal was wasn't to stop him. It was just to waste his time so right. that so that Liz could use the sound waves provided by. Rosa to separate yes. the again that connection. gobbledygook yeah. doesn't bother me, <laughs> but the there is a gobbledygook to the ancestral memory. Yeah, we've never seen anyone else have ancestral memory. No, at all. No, and yeah, it's yeah. never been hinted at. 
we've we've never all the information that um michael has about his mother is thinks he's heard third hand he's never gotten to just like go into a mindscape and get to see his mom or live a day as his mom yeah and again just like another step in how this show is not Watchmen, right? Yeah. Watchmen establishes uh, the drug nostalgia yep. in the first episode. Yeah. And like is a part of just what what that show is about, right? Like people trying to escape into yep. uh, their, their happier memories or a, a time that didn't exist or whatever. Yep. Um, and then seeing like the dramatic weight of that played out over the course of an episode. Just not what this show is capable of. No. I guess that – and again, the – I wish that it felt like every episode was rooted in all that came before. Yes. But even, and I, I said it while we were watching and I don't even know that I mind it. Cause it was the shot was pretty cool with him meditating with the pot in the background and the thing in the fork and the knife in the, on his lap. But we already established that the way he enters Maria's mind is he sets a big fire in the shape of that symbol yes. that we've seen everywhere. Yes. And he sits in the middle of the fire and with the knife, and that's how he gets into Maria's mind. And he's in a trance to be in Maria's mind. Right. So why now is he in? Did he walk while it was he while he was in Maria's mind, he walked into a house? Well, first he had to stop by, pick up the uh, Max Evans in a uh, pod thing and take it with him. Yes. So is he going in and out of Maria's mind? I don't know. Because that's the, I guess that's the other thing is we don't I don't really understand. Maybe that's what it is. He left because he is mad at Maria for being for hiding in the freezer, which she can evidently do. She can just choose to not live the walk day. the path of Patricia. Yeah. Whatever that means. We don't know if that means that like time stops in there or if it's well, it like seemed to be like loops. Like she would create time loops. Like when that guy said hi to her and then she tried to walk away from him and then he showed up to So like she had to keep ex- she had to accept the offer yeah. of these memories. But, but but like that sort of implies to me that like you have to be where the memories were like that there no world exists outside of what Patricia was experiencing in those moments. Right. That like, if you try to go somewhere else or you like refuse something that it just presents itself to you again until you get it right. And the fact that she was able to go downstairs to the freezer at all that, like it was there, even though that's not a place that like Patricia would have ever been. But maybe it's the, I don't know. I'm trying to meet the show halfway or more than halfway, but like maybe it's the, the flagpole moments that Mm. it's not because there's also like the times where they're just chatting in the hallway and stuff. Right. So like maybe it's that she has to arrive at the hospital at a certain, in a certain moment, she has to meet that guy. She like, so there's like tent pole memories she has to hit. Yeah, but she kind of can fuck around in the middle. I don't know. Yeah, and I guess I I can also meet it halfway and say if it's a place that she has been to in reality, she can supplement Patricia's memories with her own memories to go to a space that is similar. Yes, but even and I guess that's that's what's tough about this show and the way they like to give us information. They had Isabel like guide us through this mindscape. When no one has ever been in their ancestral memories on this show before. So why would Isabel know anything about this? And why would she be the expert? Like, and I know there's only so many minutes and maybe that's why, but it's like, I would have rather have Maria explore and find the limits of this world that she's living in and figure it out. Yeah. Then Isabel tell her how it is when... How the hell would Isabel know what an ancestral memory no, she's is she's like? got no idea. We've never seen her go in an ancestral memory. Her ancestors are aliens. Yeah, and she's never gone. We've never seen her experience her mother's yeah. memories or yeah. anyone else. Yeah. So what are, what are we doing, guys? It's not Watchmen. It's not Watchmen. It's just not Watchmen. Did I have this complaint last season, too? That it wasn't Watchmen? It, it, it's starting to feel familiar that I am just mad that the show isn't Watchmen. Possibly. I mean, the Watchmen was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. And this show has great moments. I think we need some horniness back. Yep. We need I some think horniness the horniness back. would bring yep. it back. I think we need 
some characters trying to have fun. Yes, and we need some levity that's not based in Isabel quips. Well, she's not. No, it's that's just, not what we need from Isabel. No, it's just not what we need. It's too much. That thing about the no more twists. It's like, girl, knock it off. Especially because the show was getting almost predictable in that it was going to be a reversal. Every other yeah. scene was a reversal of the scene. Reversal, reversal, reversal. It, it would have been more surprising for it not to be a twist. Oh, she's being experimented on. Oh, no, she's the one doing the experimenting. Oh, no, she wasn't doing it. Oh, no, now this guy's going to... No, no, now Theo's dead. Oh, no, now... Well, and now we have that the grandmother was double-dosed with this medicine, and that's why everybody yeah. gets sick. Even though I thought was established last season that it was the fact that she was part alien and part human. Right, but earlier in this episode, they established that it was because she had been experimented on. Which I don't I don't remember, remember either. I don't remember that either. But I usually defer to your memory on these things. I've watched the first two seasons a few times. I've watched this season ep- every episode once. I don't remember that. Yeah. Like, maybe, it, maybe I'm just have a holes in my memory. Um, was there anything else that we had to talk about? Did we talk about we talked about Wonderwall? Yeah, we talked about Wonderwall. Started off talking about Wonderwall. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We get uh, you know, uh, Alex and Michael on their little mission. They use like a tracking device and some mm-hmm. cameras. That's all fine, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I I'm happy to see them working together again. I just wish they seemed to like each other. Right. Yeah. That would go a long way. If we could have some fun with them. Especially, and maybe that's what it is. It's like the stuff with Liz and Max is pretty dark and not helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So like we need a fun couple. And Gregory Maines and Maria are not doing it. No. They could, but they, they could. are not. They could if they spent any time together. That Just if they spent any time together. I guess that's the end of the sentence. I mean, they did earlier in the season. I don't think it worked for us. He was hanging out at the bar all the time. Right. Well, you just want him to get with Rosa. I know Rosa, Rosa, but it's not going to happen. What happened to Wyatt? Is he still out there? He went on a road trip to find himself or something. Okay. He left town. Okay. But, yeah, he could be back any moment. Hopefully without his memories. And Forrest, too. We need Forrest to come back. To what end? I don't know. Like, at this point... To break up Michael and Alex exactly, again. <laughs> but, like, we, they just kissed again. I don't know that I have the energy No, here we that. go. Here we go. Wyatt and Forrest meet on the road. Okay. Hook up. Yes. And then come back to Roswell. And are super fun. And are super fun. Because it's new, Wyatt. It's, it's, yeah, it's, and they don't know anything about aliens, and they just, like, show up. Hey, guys! Hey, guys! Yeah, And they're no. just, like, cute and hot and fun together. Yeah, they host open mic night at the Wild Pony. Oh, my gosh. Like, we need... Remember open mic night? We need yes. fun things we again. We need fun things. We need characters going on dates. Oh, we need some dates. We need some silly fun times. And the show is capable of silly fun times. We've seen them. You know what? Maybe what we need hmm. is what's-his-face back from the beginning of the season. Because he gave us dates. We saw multiple dates. Oh, Heath? Heath. I think we need... We I, might need Heath. We might need Heath. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let's bring back Heath. <laughs> All right. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Welcome Back to Roswell. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review over at Apple Podcasts or follow us on uh, social media. We're at Roswell Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Take care and have a great week.